0: With us today is uh, Mario Economo, a former banker in uh, New York, London, Zurich. and uh, uh, we haven't had a report on what's going on in Europe uh, lately, and uh, Mario, what the heck is going on?:
1: Yes, good morning, Cat's Roundtable. How is everybody today? So there's a lot of things going on as usual. whether they're important or not, that depends on the person who's listening to our update to determine. Uh, We know that the uh, inflation in Europe is actually coming down now, and that's largely driven by the fact that energy prices have come down dramatically. Food inflation remains stubbornly high, but uh, eventually that, too, should pull back given the decrease in energy prices. Uh, Just to give you an idea, uh, inflation now is just slightly north of 6% uh, in the Eurozone. Uh, That's down roughly 1%. Uh, The ECB itself has announced that uh, it will continue to increase interest rates. They have a target of 3.75. They could go higher. But the more interesting and alarming thing is that uh, somebody from Holland, I believe it is, uh, that's a part of the ECB, has announced that more likely than not, interest rate cuts will not happen at least through the end of 2024, meaning another year and a half. Well, Mario,
0: Mario, great. my comment on that is uh, I think I think the uh, European community is showing how stupid they are because what induces capital? Nobody's going to invest money uh, where the cost of capital is very high. Where, I, I don't understand that. Do you understand that as a former banker?
1: No, I don't understand it. And in fact, I can tell you that if they continue to do this, uh, we will start to see tremendous pressure on people, on individuals who have mortgage rates which keep going up and mortgage payments which keep going up with wages that are remaining essentially stagnant. So at some point, you can't burn the candle at both ends and expect nothing to happen. At some point, people are going to start having, uh, uh, being distressed with respect to the payments they're making to the banks, which will have an impact on the banks. I'm not sure what's going on here. I think there is an agenda. I can't believe that there is not an agenda, but I suspect that the ECB is actually preparing for something. I'm not too sure what it is, but it makes no sense to continue keeping interest rates this high through 2024 when you've already seen that inflation and specifically energy costs have come down dramatically.
0: Let me ask you a silly question that you don't, you don't, you don't expect. In America, uh, anheuser Bush has been punished by uh, people. The the value of the stock has gone down $15 billion. The value of Disney stock has gone down 50%. The value of Target stock has gone down significantly. And and the people are saying, the the common sense normal people saying, go woke, go broke. And these are the companies that were were trying to uh, advocate uh, things towards kids and LBGQ, etc., cetera, et cetera. Is that going on in Europe?
1: Uh, yes, it is. Uh, Europeans are not as divided as Americans are on this particular uh, whole woke culture uh, thing. Europeans are much more accepting of it. Uh, they don't seem to be reacting as angrily as many people in the American population are. Um, why, the reasons. I'm not sure. I suspect it's cultural, but I also suspect Europeans have other things to do, which is they're trying to figure out how they can continue to make ends meet and to enjoy a life that they've largely enjoyed until now, which has uh, in many places, uh, for example, in Britain and England, come smashing down around them given the very high energy costs that the Europeans have suffered through. So I think the short answer to that is There is not as much an alarm in Europe over the discussions regarding the woke culture as there is in the United States.
0: Understood. Carry on with your conversation. What else was going on? There was uh, there was there was uh, uh, I guess uh, elections in in uh, Turkey and you call it differently. And there was elections in Greece or, or. which way is the trend going in the European community?
1: Okay, so, uh, yes, it's actually called Turkeya now. Uh, that's the official name that needs to be addressed by. Uh, and, yes, President Erdogan won, but that was not a surprise to many people who have studied him and who know and understand what's happening in Turkeya. You have to understand the majority of the people uh, in Turkeya do support him. He's viewed as a strong leader. It doesn't matter what the West thinks. And in fact, when the West actually throws around terms like dictator, demagogue, um, dangerous Islamic person, those titles actually go a long way in Turkey with the people. They actually like strong leaders, and they like the image that he's projecting on the world with respect to that country. Uh, It looks like he's going to be changing his cabinet completely. And he's going to be appointing a gentleman by the name of Mr. Killeen, who's a very, very sharp, intelligent, well-spoken person educated in the U.S. who's going to head his uh, foreign ministry. Uh, And that's actually a good thing because Mr. Killeen is uh, not that aggressive. He's reasonable, he's practical, and he's very approachable. So I think that uh, that's a very good thing that, that President Erdogan is doing. Does it mean that uh, Turkey, uh, Turkey will actually accept Sweden uh, into NATO? Uh, the short answer to that is I don't know, but I suspect not. Uh, we know that Mr. Stoltenberg, the, the NATO Secretary General, will be traveling to Turkey to meet with President Erdogan, uh, and he will be discussing uh, having uh, Turkey uh, stop the veto that it keeps putting up with respect to Sweden joining NATO. Uh, now, we talk about of-
0: Sweden... Uh, they, they, there was a, a headline. Uh, I didn't read the whole story. There was a headline that all the gangsters have gone to Sweden. What does that mean?
1: Uh, when you refer to all the gangsters, all the gangsters from where?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I just read the headline, and you mentioned Sweden, so you I, I mentioned it.
1: I, I haven't heard anything about All right. Next week's report. Um, so let's, um, let's also touch on what's going on in Greece. That's an important uh, uh, situation there as well. The polls were completely lo- wrong in the last election. They actually did not predict the very high um, uh, of the voter turnout and the very high amount of people that were going to vote for the sitting government of New Democracy. They were also very low. Uh, They made a mistake. They didn't uh, predict correctly. They, in fact, overshot. They didn't undershoot the amount of percentage the opposition party was going to get. This means we have another runoff election, essentially, now in Greece at the end of June on the uh, 25th, I believe it is. And uh, that election, more likely than not, the current, the former government, new democracy, will once again win the parliament, and they will continue with their uh, program. Uh, the bad news is, of course, the opposition will be very weak uh, in that parliament, which will allow the Greek uh, Party of New Democracy to essentially push through all the reforms that it has in mind. The bond markets overall are pleased with the performance Greece uh, is... Uh, is uh, uh, go, um, seeing, and um, I don't suspect there will be any tremendous economic shocks there. It's worth pointing out that in Spain, the center-left government that was the uh, the prime minister was uh, in, with the parliament there, he essentially called new elections because in regional elections, the center-right party and the far-right party actually won very overwhelmingly. So he decided he needed to essentially go to national elections in order to determine whether or not the current government uh, uh, that was uh, running spain is going to continue or whether the people are going to want a center-right far-right government combination Um, we should also just touch on the ukraine and this is very important if you remember there's going to be a we're down to about one
0: minute uh, mario so tell us
1: yes there's going to be a nato meeting this summer and they were going to be discussing at that nato meeting Sweden joining and Turkey going there. Uh, there was also going to be a discussion about Ukraine joining NATO, and I think this has now pretty much been put into the deep freezer because Germany's foreign minister, Ms. Baerbock, has announced um, that no country that's currently involved in a war is allowed to join NATO. So I think that uh, if, they, if, if they in fact do that and say that, That, in a way, is a form of appeasement to the Russians, which is not a bad thing, because then we can look to September when there is the G20 in India and see if all the countries can sit around the table and reach an agreement to end this war, which so far all it's done is killed a lot of people on both sides, um, destroyed completely the Donbass, the infrastructure and the buildings and people's lives, and accomplished very little else. And the else. budget,
0: the, 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 the deficit in the Ukraine is up to $124 billion, and will the United States have to pay for it someday?
1: Well, that's uh, you're an American. That's for you people in America to vote and decide on.
0: Mario, I uh, konomu, thank you. God bless you. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again real soon.
1: Thank you for having me on. Enjoy your day.